Raw Fusion International, right now. Raw Fusion. Welcome to the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. It's been a long time. I should have left you. Without a strong show to flip to Now think of how many weeks shows you slept through uh, Time's up, I'm about to bless you with another season Another reason To cut on the TV and start the cheesing To get up on the phone and go call your friends And let them know the King B's Raw Fusion begins to sit on back And enjoy yourself, I'll be your company baby If you need a little help, I took off for a while To revise the plan, got my focus on So I can check out the scam and open up my team Eliminate the fake And went and got me a beat from Bobby Drake And now I'm back And it's better than you ever saw But enough talk Let's get raw A typical night at the club Let's get raw You don't want to fall in love Let's get raw And got the fusion in your blood Let's get raw And to my ladies and my thugs Let's get raw And to the haters on the scene Let's get raw Don't be mad cause we got green Let's get raw You should be trying to make the team Let's get raw Cause we taking everything Let's get raw. raw Fusion. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing something different today on Raw Fusion. We have an international connection making it happen. All the way from Botswana is Hazel from the Hazel Speaks podcast. How are you doing, Hazel? I'm doing great, dear. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Hazel, you are a teacher, correct? Yeah, I'm a teacher. I teach business study subjects, but specializing in accounting, actually. Business study subjects entails uh, commerce and accounting and commerce and office procedures. So that's what I do. How did you get into that sort of thing? I didn't plan to be a teacher, honestly. Okay. I started, you know, I was doing a different course, and then it didn't work out. That's when I dropped out there and then went for teaching training it was yeah. just then plan b actually it's a plan b what was plan a or do you not want to say I, I i loved accounting a lot that's why i ended up teaching it so i was doing an accounting course mm-hmm. so and it didn't work out so i ended up going for teaching okay okay yeah that sounds good so you would teach adults correct yeah i teach in a junior secondary school so we teach Teenagers, actually, like some are adults. Yeah, you can say that. So the secondary school is kind of like our high school. Yeah. yeah. How do you like doing that? I can say I'm enjoying it. The problem is that um, when students do not pass the subject that you teach, because most students, they tend to believe that accounting is a very difficult subject. Mm-hmm. So they t- they are not performing well. So in a way, it kind of uh, leads to me not enjoying what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, we all want results, right? Right, right. Yeah, and then when you do something and people are not performing well in what you're doing, the results are poor. It's, you can't say you're enjoying what you're doing. I love the subject. I love teaching, but what is happening now it just makes me not enjoy it. Mm. Mm, yeah. Okay. How do you think that can change? You know, I I think if the the students that we're teaching, if they can change their perception, like not mm-hmm. believing that this subject is difficult, because I think mostly it's all about attitude. If they can change their attitude, and if uh, 
we meet each other halfway because there's no need for a teacher to like put more effort while others are not putting more effort so i think the attitude change can can help a lot changing the attitude yeah changing the attitude. i loved math when i was in school it was one of my favorite subjects and really? my contemporaries they were absolutely terrified of math <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anything that means with calculations, people are terrified. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I always equated math some kind of way to money, so I had, uh, you know, being able to count money, and so I loved math. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're an accountant, so hey, that's that's that is money math. So I don't understand. Yeah, you know, maybe the other problem is that this side, like, it's not like where you are this side we t- like myself i teach in a very rural place and it's okay. not good to like it's not easy to change the mindset of the student that we teach because they are not um aware of what is going on out there they just come mm-hmm. to school to be taught i wish if they they they, they had an idea of what they can become okay. like maybe the, the 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 environment is also killing them let's talk about the environment there here's the perception of a lot of people um, mm-hmm. First of all, I hate the term Africa because it's named after some dude, Africanus. <laughs> I really want to know what it was called before that so I can start calling it that and, and change that narrative. For terms of purposes for people understanding, uh, Botswana is in the southern part of what they call Africa. Here's the perception here, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know that because I know that there are many parts Uh, in many different countries in Africa. First of all, a lot of people think these are states, like we have states. And people need to know that these are independent countries, not states. You know what I mean? The second misconception that a lot of people have over here is that uh, they used to have these damn commercials. And Mm -hmm. it's just a bunch of hut houses and people with big stomachs with uh, some kind of disease. Can you tell people the truth about Botswana? You know, in Botswana, like, as a country, we don't have those people with big stomach as a disease. Actually, like, it's a a developing country. I I won't say we are a developed country. Like, the economy is not that great, yes. But most people right now, uh, uh, like you can find most people are, are working some mm. just trying to hustle to get a living but the funny thing is I won't say our entertainment industry is there yet we are not that mm-hmm. big country I think around 2 million people I think two million. so yeah. we just a, a, a developing country the economy is not good since this corona thing it has hit hard you know, we just a, a, a democratic country. Okay. There are lots and lots of rural places. Yeah, we stay in houses that are fast by grass. Yes, that's true. Right. We don't live this luxurious life that we envy seeing you guys enjoying that side. We don't have that. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, there's a lot of places here that don't have that luxurious life, so don't feel bad. Okay. But I'm surprised that there are only 2 million people there. Actually, in the city of Chicago alone, we're at something like three and a half, I believe. 
So that's just in the city, not the state. So that is not a lot of people, especially because you guys are so much bigger in size than like our city. You know what I mean? So that's interesting. Botswana, if, if you don't know, it's a tourism country. Mm-hmm. Most people come here, foreigners, they come here for, 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 for tourism. We have um, like lots of places to visit this side. We have Kasane, we have Tuli Block, lots of them. Maung. You should visit one day. So nice. But I think mm-hmm. what can change is that people should be taught on how to be independent. Because what our government is doing right now, they are providing for most people. And since this corona thing, the the, 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 the provision of what's been being provided is now low. It means people have started uh, suffering in a way. So I think teaching people how to be independent can help mm-hmm. a lot. Like most people will go far. People should learn to hustle. People should learn that mm-hmm. we, sh- we should not depend on government. Like, you know, the people often are being given food. Old age people are being given food and money, pension. And some students are being given food. You know, it's all about giving. I think what can change right now is for people to know that it's high time they learn to be independent because we don't even know where we're going. Like the way our economy is right now. What if the government is not able to provide anymore? What will happen? Mm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the other themes that we do on our fusion. Uh, we talk a lot, mm. a lot about business and being independent. I'm independent, an independent filmmaker, as well as on the online store, theindycindy.com. And I've had several other business owners on to talk about business and how they can, uh, how people can grow or start their businesses. Uh, so I think that that's very important. And so we have a lot of work to do over here as well. But right now we have to work on these bills. So we'll be right back with more with Hazel Maseko right after this. There's a new place to find Raw Fusion, rawfusion.net. Gain access to everything Raw Fusion along with information and value you may not find anywhere else. That's Raw Fusion. Net. If you want to check out some of our films, you can do so at patreon.com slash King B. And as always, King B's Raw Fusion podcast is sponsored by theindycity.com. If you like independent artists or independent products, or you're just independent like me, check out theindycity.com. T-H-E-I-N-D-Y-C-I-T-Y. I would like to talk about the perception of us over there. What do you guys think about the United States as a whole? I said before that we envy what you guys are enjoying that side. To me, personally, when I hear people like I normally be online, read a lot, I would hear people like begging, asking for money, cash apps and all stuff. You know, I used to like believe that you people that side you have everything that you need actually that's what we think like you'd say when I grow up I want to go leave that side you know because I don't I used not to believe that there are people who are suffering that side like just looking at the lifestyle of others so we think you guys are 
living a luxurious life outside. There are some, and um, I won't lie about that, but there are so many more that aren't. And it's just so happens that the ones that do uh, typically are the ones who are broadcast on TV and, you know, all on Instagram and all these other social media platforms. And I'm going to just say it, a lot of people are stunting. <laughs> they don't really have all of it. Oh. But, you know, but there are, there are, uh, there's a lot of money over here. There's a lot of money that can be made. But to believe that we all have it, um, that's not, that's not, that's not really true. Here's the thing, though, and I believe it to be a myth. Mm. Because whenever I found people that come from your continent, mm -hmm. the ones that I've encountered have been really cool with me. And maybe it's just me or whatever, because <laughs> I'm a personable person. I like to talk to people. I like to talk to different people. And you got that accent. I just love that accent. Uh, I really do. <laughs> um, but there is a perception that you guys can't stand what they call African Americans, like like there's a there's a separation of discourse or some kind of animosity or dislike. What, what would you say to that? You know, it's all about history, right? You don't even know what happened. Like you don't know why the people who are called African Americans, right? But mm -hmm. most of us, we are we are we are we are looking up to you guys, mm -hmm. like. If, if um, I don't know, maybe the old people have unsettled scores, but as we just want to, 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 to have a successful life, like you guys, that's why I'm saying, sometimes you always Google and say, you know, I want to be like that. I want to be like that. Just looking at the African-Americans. You know, I was once at my lowest point before I started um, having a blog, I was I was going through some shit like I couldn't sleep you know I was broke I have kids like I was like you know what I would read story about this other lady Lupita she's a she's an actress I think right now she's staying that side yeah she was in Black Panther yeah huh, yeah that one and I was like you know I want to be like that like we envy you guys you don't have unsettled scores like we want to be like you. We wanna mm. be successful like you. We just want to see how or know how it can be done. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this and I was really excited because I believe that there are certain factions over here that are successful. And a lot of them are successful because they have a connection back to the origin of quote unquote their people. Yeah. And because of the narrative that you know we're supposed to have some sort of animosity towards you guys and and you guys are supposed to have some kind of animosity towards us i think that there we don't take advantage of the fact that now because of the internet we can connect and we can work with each other and we can help each other and we can inspire each other and i think that that connection back to the motherland is a really good thing. It's paramount. I think that we should, I would love to, if we could just work together more. So I was super excited uh, when I listened to your podcast and agreed to come on the show because we got to go past these myths and we need to, we need to work together so we all can come up. And, and that's important for me. Yeah, we need to work together, help each other grow. Like 
I was so excited also to do this. Like it's my first talk, real talk with someone African American, and I'm just hoping I'll, I'll learn a lot from you. I mean, now that we're connected, you know, whatever for me, you know, you can always reach out to me and, and we'll see what we can do and see how we make that thing happen. Do you guys in Botswana, I know there are a lot of, uh, a lot of films that come from the continent, but in Botswana or even the surrounding countries, do you guys have like a, a film industry down there? Yeah, we have, like I said, like this side in Botswana, it's not like our entertainment industry is that big, still growing. But we have. Mm-hmm. Are they good movies? This story is actually drama. A lot of drama, huh? Yeah. Those interest me. I like watching. Uh, I like watching foreign films. Um, I believe there was a guy from Nigeria who came over here, and uh, he was talking about doing some films. And I don't think the money ever came through. But I was fully ready to go over there and start making some movies over there too. You know, I just. Um, I really feel like I want to be part of what's going on over there. And at some point, I probably will come over there and see what we can do. That's really great. How do you think I will be received? You know, most people want to be successful, right? And if you come mm-hmm. here to help, though you'll be doing something also for yourself, I think you'll be highly welcome. The reception will be good. Because right now, we're st- we just here, we want success. We want to do more. Like when I wrote my book, which is still being edited now, mm-hmm. I just saw it as a one day being released as a movie or something. You know, we want that. Most people want that mm-hmm. decide. What's the name of the book? Broken Mask. Broken Mask. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where will it be available? I think um, beginning of June, beginning of June, I believe so. Broken Mask is a very emotional book. Is it going to be on Amazon or something like that where people over here can be able to get it? Yeah, it will be. We'll talk more about it when it's just about to be released, published then. Definitely. Let me know so I can let people know to go check it out. I'd be interested in seeing what it's all about. Is it fiction or is it a nonfiction? What is it? Broken Mask is a true story that I went through. Mm. It's a very personal book. Mm. Yeah, it's a very personal book. Like, I lived most of my life wearing a mask, like hiding pain behind the fake smile. So I just had to write about it. Mm-hmm. What made you start uh, your podcast, Hazel Speaks? Before I started a podcast, I was just writing articles on my blog. I said my podcast just basing on me being the voice for the voiceless. Because this side, most people are afraid or maybe let me say they don't have the courage to speak about what they're going through, to talk it out. So I just said, no, you know what? Let me just be the voice for the voiceless. Try it's sort of some sort of a campaign actually, like help people to speak out, to tell them it's okay. It's okay to 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 tell the truth. It's okay to to express your emotions. So that's all about it. Just to be the voice for the voiceless. Mm. But how's the reaction you're getting from this? Um, most people are reaching out to me. Like, there's this podcast that I wrote that I did. I recorded about, though I was not a virgin, he robbed me of my innocence. Like most people were reaching out to me, asking me to do a campaign 
an anti-rape campaign because I'm one of those who were silent after going through that. So sorry to hear that. I think I may say the 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 the, the people's reaction right now is just okay. It's not yet there where I want it to be, but I think it will get there. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's sometimes difficult to get the message through, but if you speak loud enough, someone will hear you, and um, I think you can be an inspiration to a lot of people, not just women, but men and women. Um, yeah, because we all go through some things, don't we? Yeah, we do. Like, you, if you listen to the other podcast about toxic, um, toxic relationships, I even stated mm-hmm. that even men find themselves in toxic relationships. Some of them are even ashamed to like to live because the society is brutal. So each mm-hmm. and every person, either a man or human, a child, you go through some stuff. So mm-hmm. I think one day my voice will be heard of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I love that, man. I love it. People who decide that they're going to stand up and you know say this is wrong. You know, a lot of people may who listen to my podcast because sometimes we do talk about politics and they may not agree uh, with my brand of politics. But you know, I can speak from my point of view. And, yeah. Uh, and there are, and you'll be surprised how many people actually <laughs> think like I do. You know what I mean? Even though, like you said, they're they're ashamed or they're afraid or they have something to lose or whatever the case may be to actually say that when I meet them. You know what I mean? It's like there are some posts I do on social media and, uh, you know, it may not get a like or a comment or whatever. And then I'll meet them in person and they're like, that post you did and this, that, and this. quiet you know but if they start liking some of the shit I say (laughs) they'll have a backlash so I completely get it but that doesn't stop me from saying what I need to say you know at some point you know the I believe that uh, things can reverse but Mm. you have to put it out there for people to understand you know that's why I don't see I don't see colors the way people erase the way people say Oh, black, white. I don't see it that way. You know, I allow people to have their own beliefs, but um, I don't see it that way. I don't see, first of all, I'm not African-American. I haven't been to Africa first. And, uh, you know, so, but I don't see a separation between so-called African-Americans and Africans. I see us as one people. So, you know, we have to get to the point where we get past all of these fucking boundaries that people put in our way and reach out to someone who may speak differently from us, who may look different from us. And you'll find out that sometimes they will have the same type of attitude or thought process or or will or desire to do certain things. You might find out that you have more in common with that person than most people would think. And if you never try i think you're missing out big time very true like you said if if even if you don't get a reaction or a like on what you post you know people are reading and people are reacting to it personal maybe they don't have to they don't react because of their own reasons so i think what we are doing is the good thing someone else it is helping a lot of people even if they don't say it out yeah sometimes you just gotta say what you gotta say but right now we need to let the sponsors say what they have to say and we'll be back with more from hazel from the hazel speaks podcast right after this there's a new place to find raw fusion rawfusion.net 
gain access to everything Wealth Fusion, along with information and value you may not find anywhere else. That's rawfusion.net. TheIndieCity.com. If you like independent clothing brands, independent art, or just things that are independent, then check out TheIndieCity.com. There's clothing, art, and more all right there at TheIndieCity.com. T-H-E-I-N-D-Y-C-I-T-Y.com. TheIndieCity.com is a proud sponsor of the King B. Raw Fusion podcast. Raw Fusion. How are relationships down there then? Romantic relationships or? Yeah, romantic relationships. Good. Good, 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 good. Though we have few passion killings, my relationships are good. Over here, and that's this is actually like throughout the country, we have a divorce rate that is probably around 50%. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, yeah. It's and high. most, and a lot of our kids are born out of wedlock. Relationships now are probably at a, a tragic stage. And I think there's a, a very big disconnect between men and women in this country. And I, I believe it's also because women are taught to be by themselves more than taught to be with a man. You've heard the songs, Independent Woman and all that shit. Um, <laughs> that's, people have taken this shit to heart and they've set themselves up so that they can be successful without a man financially, which is, I, I don't have a problem with that. But now you don't know how to integrate into a relationship with a man. And I think that that's a societal and almost, dare I say, a cultural thing. And yeah, we're literally, and this is this is regardless of color, we're literally at around 50% divorce rate in this country. And much more people who aren't getting married or, or into their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and they haven't been married. You know that if the divorce rate is a that, that, that percentage is a chain. The children who are now born out of wedlock, the children who are experiencing that pain of their parents divorcing, they'll never believe in love. Mm. It's a chain like they'll know marriage is not the way. They want to try to survive by them, themselves, mm-hmm. be independent. Like, I think it's a chain. Children copy what we do. Yeah. So there like what's the divorce rate there if you know or, or just a rough estimate you know how many people get married there how young do they get married you know that type of sort of thing we find around 19 getting married 19 years they get married but we don't have a high divorce rate actually mm. though find sometimes people are in court she cheated, he cheated, like people be fine. Like if if I am married and then I tend to cheat my husband and then he realized that I'm cheating or he, he have the evidence, all the evidence that I'm cheating. The person that I'm cheating with has to pay my husband that, the damages. So mm. mostly maybe that's the reason why people are even afraid of doing all these things that can lead to divorce and all stuff. So let me get this straight. You're saying so over there, if you are caught cheating, 
the man in which you're cheating with would have to pay money to your husband for cheating yeah. with you. Yeah. Is it a lot of money? It depends. Like mostly people charge around sixty thousand pula. Yeah, to us is a lot of money. It's a lot of money because it's very rare to get that amount of money. Some can even wow. charge up to hundred thousand pula, like you know. So wow. hundred thousand pula, I think it's around ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand, a hundred thousand, ten thousand. Yeah. Shit. So you said. <laughs> 60,000, that's like six grand. Yeah. Wow. Up to 30 grand. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's some expensive sex, I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. very, very expensive. So that is law down there. Yeah. Mm, that's very interesting. I think if, uh, if we had something like that over here, There'll be a lot less people cheating. Yeah. <laughs> people will cheat less and the divorce rates will be low. Yeah. Yeah. Low, yeah. It's cheaper to keep her. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely cheaper to keep her. Because <laughs> cheating is very expensive this side. When people get divorced over there, does the does the man have to pay or whoever's making the most money, do they have to pay like an alimony or to the wife or actually when people get divorced it will depend on what was the agreement before getting married like do they share everything or what so when people get divorced they tend to like maybe divide things in half whatever that they acquired when they were married so mm-hmm. you find that maybe a man is working right he's a provider and he'll be acquiring a lot of plots of houses, cars, and all stuff. And if he decides that he wants to divorce, it means he has to give the lady half of everything that he acquired. Yeah, that sounds pretty much... <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how it is over here. Um, yeah. But it actually, technically, it's whoever's making more. Whoever's making more, actually, over here, uh, whether it be male or female, at times, depending on the divorce settlement, they may have to continue to pay the other person after the divorce even really? if they split things yeah so that's a little different but uh mm-hmm. they have us doing alimony over here well I'm, i've never been married so i not me but uh they have people who get married and divorce some some of them end up having to pay pretty substantially per month if they have a it's called keeping them accustomed to the lifestyle so if you made a lot of money, you could be spending, you know, two, three, four, five, six, ten, twenty grand a month to your divorcee. That doesn't even have anything to do with the child support you'll have to pay. So even <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, so, if I'm the one who's being paid, I might even not have to find a job. <laughs> no, 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 they don't. A lot of them don't. And uh, so it's a lot of these uh so-called celebrity celebrity cases, you'll find either they get a, a huge settlement at divorce of millions of dollars maybe, or they're paying after after the divorce. And I don't know, it's insane. And with all of that, we still have a 50% divorce rate. So that goes to show you, you know, how crazy it is being in a relationship over here. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that's interesting to me. What would you like to say to the people over here? We need their support. We want to try to make something out of our lives. So mm-hmm. it's not like this side, 
everything is uh, in black and white like it seems. So we just we are just people here in Africa who love or let me say admire your lifestyles that side, and we just want to know how how that can be achieved to this side. We want to be independent. So mm-hmm. I think just you guys reaching us out to us is it's a good thing. Don't stop. Continue doing that because wow. you are making a lot of change to us. Trust me. Like this thing that we're doing right now, this talk that we're having right now, I'm so ex- I was so excited about it because you reaching out clearly shows that at least someone is recognizing me. So you guys don't have to stop. Yeah. No, we won't. We won't. So everybody, listen, I want you to go and check out Hazel Speaks, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you reach out, connect with her, and listen. She's got a lot of good things to say. Hazel, I appreciate you coming on my show. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you so much. So, you're welcome. And listen, you guys, also check out Hazel Speaks because I am going to be a guest on her show. Uh, make sure that you actually go on there and subscribe to Hazel Speaks. It's time to talk some shit with King B on the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. Brought to you by TheIndieCity.com. The international connection can be good sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta learn to open yourself up to new things, new ideas, new places, new experiences, new people, a new mind. It is not always good to just listen to what everyone else has to say without going to the source. I wanna talk to different types of people. I wanna know things from them. I'm sure some of them will wanna know things from me. It's called an exchange. And no, not the normal student exchange. Although that can be helpful as well. Sometimes we gotta get away from where we've been to learn something new. Sometimes we gotta get out and see the world and see the world from another perspective. Many times we'll find out that the things we were so apprehensive about, well, they were nothing to be apprehensive about at all. Ladies and gentlemen, I am King B, and this is Raw Fusion. Raw Fusion.